Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Fundamentals. I'm your host, Harley. Joining me on this debut episode is my good friend and exceptional musician, Ellie Briaris. Whilst developing her musical tastes, Ellie found a real passion for musicals. So, in this episode, we discuss how that all began for Ellie, what the differences are in both live theatre and movie production, and she even gives us some great recommendations for newcomers. There's that, and so much more to look forward to in this episode. So without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Welcome to Fundamentals, Ellie. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for asking me, Harley. Very oh, excited. my pleasure. I think it was the least I could do, considering we attempted a podcast many years ago and it failed. <laughs> so, I mean, when we did it, right. it was pretty fun. It was a pretty cool idea, but I think it, it takes a lot of dedication and time and effort. And I think at the time, I, do, I don't think I was in a place to commit that much, so... But I think you've got a good thing going now, so that's great. Well, hopefully. I mean, I think that's what everyone's doing now. We're in lockdown is you can just pursue the things that you keep putting off mm. and saying that you're going to do. So <laughs> That's it, isn't it? That's it. And being able to talk over Zoom and stuff is awesome. So yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, when I reached out to you, I had you in mind for the topic of musicals because <laughs> anyone who knows you knows that you're a massive fan. So yeah. I just thought we'd start to kind of start the conversation then. Mm-hmm. What was your introduction to musicals? Okay, so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't claim to be, like, the most knowledgeable, per- knowledge- sorry, knowledgeable person about musicals, but I am obsessed, as, yeah, as you said. <laughs> but um, I think with um, being introduced, I actually never went to see any kind of musicals when I was younger. I, the first musical I went to see, I was 13, so I wasn't that young um to have like sort of gotten really into it but um I remember when I was younger watching things like um The Sound of Music and The Wizard of Oz and Singing in the Rain and all of those classic movie musicals and I don't know I just seemed to enjoy them a lot more than other kids at the time I know like a lot of people can appreciate those things now but like I, I absolutely loved it. I remember watching Grease we had the videotape um <laughs> and I just I'd watch it over and over and, and every time someone came come around like we put Grease on and we'd sing it um you know full volume <laughs> I would always be Sandy and whoever else would be um would be Danny but um <laughs> but yeah I think that was like my first sort of introduction um to musicals and what really kind of sparked my interest in them um but uh the first musical I went to see live was actually um for a school trip um, and I was in middle school, so I was about, yeah, 13, like I said, in year eight. Um, and we went to see We Will Rock You, which is the Queen musical. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, we saw two musicals that, that uh, trip. We saw We Will Rock You and we also saw Mamma Mia, um, so the other musical, obviously. Um, and I remember, I mean, they're not known for being the best live musicals. They're, I mean, Mamma Mia is a long running musical and it's because it's a classic, you know, everyone enjoys it. But they're not known for being like the best um, but I remember at the time being sort of the only one that was like blown away. <laughs> I was just like, I was sat in the theatre like, what is this? This is amazing. Why have I never been to a musical before? Um, and I just, yeah, it was just incredible. And I, I loved Queen, obviously, anyway. To seeing all those songs in a musical was just, oh, and ABBA. So seeing songs that I knew in a musical was just amazing. Um, but um, I remember the first musical I went to see that really like resonated with me 
um, was when I went to see uh, The Lion King on its UK tour in 2012 at the Bristol Hippodrome. Um, and uh, I came out completely sobbing. I don't know if you've seen it yourself, but... Um, no, no. I... That's, I, I, that's one I've wanted to, actually, because um, I've just heard it's a spectacular show. Honestly, it's just incredible. And again, everyone knows and loves the songs anyway. Um, and I think just seeing that, and those songs are reworked like they're not just like the movie songs that you know they're reworked there's even a song from uh the lion king 2 which is in the lion king musical uh he lives in you um and uh it, i remember just coming away and when i got home as soon as i got home i downloaded the cast recording because i was just i'd never been that motivated to like do that before and i just i it was incredible and there wasn't and that also with that musical there wasn't one person uh, that was a school trip as well and um even the boys there wasn't one person that wasn't like glued to you know what was going on stage and definitely towards the end like emotional whether you were crying or not you're definitely emotional um but it is yeah it's definitely a spectacle of a show and really since then it's just been i decided when i came out of that theater like musicals is now my thing <laughs> um and i've just yeah not wanted to go not you know every time i go to london i want to go see a show um but the majority of my music listening at the moment well for the last what 10 years (laughs) has been musicals so (laughs) that's Mm. i guess my introduction no that's fantastic and i was kind of going to ask you the question on you know why have you taken them to them or you know what what attracted you to them but mm-hmm. you've pretty much answered it there is yeah there's obviously a spark or something that yeah just, th- especially in live performances mm. I, th- I completely agree with you there as you know I'm a huge gig goer mm-hmm. and there is something about a live performance that yeah once it grabs you it really grabs you so I can totally yes. understand where you're coming from there mm-hmm. yeah I mean that I remember if you're saying something, what was it like graduate I remember um because I'm a musician anyway um but um, I don't have like a, a theatre voice and it's something that I've always wanted. Um, and I remember I went to see, in 2010, I went to see Hairspray on its UK tour um, at the Bristol Hippodrome. And um, the musical itself was really good. It was great. Um, but it was um, a girl, Sandra Marvin, um, who played Motormouth Maybell, um, who she's she's also been like Emma Dell, but she was um, in this production uh, in the film, if you've seen the film, it's Queen Latifah that plays this character. Um, okay. But she was um, Motormouth. And I remember this was the first time I'd ever been truly blown away by someone's voice. And um, she sang um, uh, I Know Where I've Been. And I just remember thinking, how can anyone sing like that? It was incredible. Um, and it's things like that. There's little moments in shows where you're just like, I don't think I'm going to experience that again. And it just, that's what resonates i think with me i just i'm blown away by talent um and yeah it's just seeing something like that live is just yeah for me it changed everything like that i'd liked <laughs> awesome and you know and as it should be really mm. i mean um yeah I, I completely agree with you there i think there is something to be said for a live performance catching the imagination and mm. if you see something like that it really sticks with you that's brilliant um, no, thank you for, for giving me some insight there. So I guess this is a tricky, even harder question to answer then. Would you say you have a favourite or does it kind of rotate just depending on, you know, what's what's on recently? Or... Um, I did think about this because I'm asked this a lot, like, oh, what's your favourite musical? But I, I honestly don't think I could say. Um, I've obviously got like a top sort of five or maybe top ten. But um, I think 
it, it does change like you know when i get into something i'm like this is like the best thing i've ever heard and then <laughs> a month later i'm like no this is the best thing i've ever heard like go back to that okay. bit. No, is that one so it, it is it is alternating all the time but i think i have to say the lion king is probably my favorite live musical that i've seen um just because i think it holds you know the songs i know from my childhood um and seeing that like brought to life in front of you and it's a re- it's a fully immersive experience as well so you've got um characters in the audience and things flying over your head birds and whatnot so it's 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 just a whole experience and um i would say probably the lion king but i do have you know, at the moment what am i listening to a lot at the moment i'm listening to uh, the little shop of horrors a lot at the moment um okay which is, I'd probably say that's my favourite at the moment. Um, I don't know if you know much about, have, if you heard of that one? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. oh, okay. That's, yeah, so mm. Alan Menken, um, obviously if you like Disney, then you probably like um, Little Shop of Horrors, but that's something that I'm listening to a lot at the moment, and yeah, I'm just awesome. really enjoying that. Yeah. Isn't it uh, it's being remade, I heard, or, or redone or something? Yeah, yeah, so um, on Broadway, yeah. Um, I was brought, uh, and oh, okay. that's the thing, so there's a lot of, um, <laughs> you know, got to be careful what i get excited about because a lot of the time right. this news is for you know new yorkers only <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well you say that um it leads me on to something that mm-hmm. i was going to bring up hamilton mm-hmm. coming to disney plus yes I, I i did plan to talk about that obviously it's yeah. big news in the musical world um, it is um absolutely. i think yeah it's um obviously hamilton is a musical that i love um and is loved by a lot of people. It's it's definitely a more mainstream mu- musical now. Um, yes. Which is great. Um, the more people that can listen to stuff like that, the better. <laughs> and it was due to come out next year. Um, but I think, you know, with everything that's going on, uh, Lynn, Mama, Miranda was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to give you a gift. Here it is on Disney Plus <laughs> for your streaming pleasure yeah. uh, a whole year early. So that's, yeah that's great yeah if anyone wants a place to start that's you know it's going to be readily available for you there on disney plus so i was going to say we normally try and talk about i mean as we go obviously we talk about lots of different um things and places you can start really you can kind of pick and choose what sounds Mm -hmm. like a good uh a good place to begin but yeah i'd say absolutely yeah that sounds like a really good one i'm i'm definitely checking it out when it comes out have you listened to the soundtrack yet I'm about at the time of recording. I'm about halfway through because I listened to it in bits. Yeah, it it's like very a long. Three-hour-long soundtrack, and it's like I I will watch the film in its entirety or the performance rather yeah. in its entirety. But to listening to soundtracks, um, I really like it. I really do. Mm. But I like listening to it in little bits. Um, and yeah, I, I will say this: it does it does what a good musical should do, mm-hmm. and then it, it's very good at telling you a story. Yeah. Um, and what I notice, particularly with the soundtrack, is uh, it, it, they don't worry too much about how long certain songs are. Mm. Some of them are like a minute or two long just because they need to punctuate a point in the story and they need to move on. I quite like that. So, I mean, you can tell me a sort of ahead of time. Is it the kind of musical where it's just one song after another or is there a bit of a breather in between when they act a few scenes out? No. no it's a long it's, soundtrack. It's so I kind of thought solid music. It's, it's going to be solid yeah, music. Okay. It's it's one of those musicals it's just music um i mean mm. there is di- dialogue in the soundtrack which is obviously in the, yeah. the musical but it's never like there's no music do you know what i mean it's it's always part okay. of the song but um yeah hamilton is 
definitely one of those uh, musicals. I, I I found when I first listened to it um, back way back, well, must have been a little while ago now, maybe three or four years ago. Um, I didn't. It didn't like um, immediately click with me. I think I'm a really big story person like I love storytelling and stories and I didn't really know anything about this person Alexander Hamilton or you know Mm. about political American history I didn't really know a lot about it so it didn't really do anything for me and I I find that when I listen to musicals again this is I guess another tip if you don't if you don't click with musicals I I always tend to read like the synopsis first or the plot so that I got an idea about what the story is that's being told so when I do listen to it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what that means. So it immediately means something a lot different to me. Um, so yeah, I found I found that with Hamilton, it did take a while for me to get into it, but once I was, there's okay. no going back. So <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. I, I kind of found sort of the opposite, really. Maybe because because I like history and mm. same as you, I had no idea the story, but I felt it it did that well. It it mm-hmm. sort of is very good the way they've written the lyrics and everything. It's really it's very good just telling you the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, and. I, 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 that is one thing I I guess some people find a bit polarizing sometimes though with musicals is like I said I definitely prefer the ones where there's a bit of a breather. But having said that, yeah, something like Hamilton where they it is one song after another, mm. but they do it well yeah. and they use them to kind of like some like I say some will be a minute or two and that's fine. It's just they've told the point, move on. Yeah, and the there's variety re- as well. It's a very like yes. varied yeah. sound. It's not just rapping all the way through, which I think a lot of people seem to think it is. It's you know, there's sung music, there's rapping, there's um, it's, it's just a huge mix, especially in sound as well. There's upbeat, there's like slower songs, so it's it's not like it's one level all the way through. So I think that's how they get away with it a bit. And like you said, the storytelling and just how they've done that is clever anyway. So, hmm. no, that that's exactly right. You're, you're right there. So if anyone out there has not checked it out yet and is wondering what all the fuss is about. Go and go and have a look. I mean, it'll be on Disney Plus, and I'm pretty sure everybody's got that by now. So July third, you know. July third, July third. Is that what you should know as well about about this um, recording? Is it's um, it's the original Broadway cast, so it's all of the people that you hear on the soundtrack. So it's not that's the other thing with yeah. musicals. A lot of the time, you kind of you'll listen to the soundtrack and you'll go and see the musical, but it won't be the same people um, unless you go see an original production. So this is like you know a rare occasion you get to go and see the original Broadway cast. You know. Um, minus a couple of like sort of the the dancers um or the chorus, but um essentially it's you know all the people that you hear on the soundtrack. So it'll be really good to see that you know side by side and see how cleverly it's done and those voices in real life as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you're right that that can be a bit of a um a turn off. I think for some people is like you say you hear a soundtrack or you get in your head what some a musical should sound like, mm-hmm. and you go and see a you know perhaps a lower budget kind of production and maybe mm. it's not quite the same but yeah. um, i guess that's that's kind of the risk with any live event i suppose yeah but i think it's different yeah. in the i guess with like you said you you go to a lot of gigs and yeah so do i but, but i think it, it's different in the sense that when you go and see a band you're going to see them aren't you you're not going to see like yeah. a version of the band it's very yeah, different yeah. in the musical yeah. world it's not um you <laughs> You're not going and thinking, oh, like I wish I could see the original cast. You just don't have that mindset. It's it's more like, oh, there's new people. Like I'm going to see this up and coming person, or there's this person that I really love in this musical, um, who's playing so and so. So it's 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 sort of like a, a remake, if you like, of a, a movie, and like different actors are playing the different characters. So it's it's kind of like that. Um, I, I'm rarely disappointed, um, and I rarely do compare. 
Um, and I think if you get into musicals and you've been into them for a long time, you just learn that that's not, you don't do that. You don't really say, oh, you know, you're not as good as that person. It's a different performance. It's a, you know, a different way of singing the song or, you know, playing the part. So, but, but with this, it is, it, you know, it's nice to go and see an original cast, of course. Yeah, no, I like what you said there. That's, that's a very positive uh, take on it. Mm. So um, I was just wondering then, so talking about that, as you say, with Hamilton, it, it's a Broadway um, recording. Mm -hmm. So we're basically getting what the live theatre performance would look like, essentially. Yeah. How do you feel then about musicals on the stage as opposed to musicals on film? Do you, do you mean movie musicals or do you mean like yeah. recorded, yeah, like what we're going to see of Hamilton? No, I just mean in terms of seeing a musical on, live on a stage versus in a movie okay. where, you know, it's built for a film. And, cause I, and the reason I bring this up, mm -hmm. one word, cats. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk think about it'd be a that. It was, it was a, I feel like it would be remiss if I didn't talk about it. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, so that's an example of, of something that, as, as far as I'm aware, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. it is supposed to be one of like the sort of top build kind of musicals on yeah. live performance yeah, you know it's absolutely. one you see everywhere it's mm -hmm. hundreds of productions lots of awards everyone loves it and they say we're going to bring it to the big screen and you're like okay let's see what this is all about and i cannot put into words what i witnessed on that screen I, i'm still trying to figure out how to describe it i mean cgi nightmare is probably <laughs> somewhere to start <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i think for the most part i think um when it comes to musicals it's sort of like if you read the book and then you go and see the film the book is always better than the film and it's the same with musicals if you've seen it on stage it's just not the same um in, in a movie hollywood cinematic um experience but i think the um cats is kind of like it's taken that to like the extreme almost. I mean, it. I mean, like for example, like Les Mis, uh, the movie. You've got um, what else was like Phantom, the movie. They're good movies, but they're just not like they're nothing compared to if you go and see the live thing. Um, but with Cats, um, it. I, I never saw it. That's the thing. I never saw it. I never went. I never bothered. <laughs> I you're watched. Not, you're not missing out. No, I, I, I watched the trailer. I watched the <laughs> clips, and I just thought, I, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, it, no, it, it looks. Yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. it's just. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, if anyone's seen that film, I don't think I'd say don't go and see the live musical. Um, right. Because again, like the the live thing is 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 a really really great experience i mean um it's a, a west end show as well so it, it like you said it's it's one of the top billing um uh, shows ever so um it, it's definitely worth if you're interested in musicals it's definitely going like worth going to have a, a look at that show but not <laughs> don't judge it based on the movie basically that's what that's I'm saying. <laughs> I suppose then, from what you're saying, that some live musicals, particularly stuff that's designed for the stage, it's not always necessarily going to translate well to the screen. Yeah. There are two very different yeah. ways of doing it. And because you often get that. I mean, I know Phantom of the Opera actually is one of the few that people love, mm -hmm. you know, the, the movie version, because they cast it well mm -hmm. and they, they try to stay true to the, the kind of, I guess, the setup 
Like I've watched um, a fair bit of that film, and from what I could see, a lot of the shots and the way it's done, it's it's directed very much like it would be transition transitioning a scene in you know on a stage play on a stage play, and it sort of tries to keep that feel. Mm. Whereas I know people have a go at uh, stuff like Les Mis, even though I think I personally think the performances are, are perfectly fine and adequate, but a lot of people as you say, kind of complain about certain elements of it and say, oh, it's not as good as this or that. And it's like, well, as you say, it's not. The, it's, of course it's not. Of course mm-hmm. it's not. It's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like listening to an album and then going and seeing the live band. Of course, going and seeing it live is the better option. Like, it's just, it's always going to be. Um, I think it's just one of those things. But I think for a lot of people, that is the only way they can consume musicals. So I don't think it's, you know, if something's all right, like Les Mis is, I don't think it's, fair to compare because some people might not ever get to see you know you know we're fortunate enough to live in the uk it's easy enough to get to london to see a show if you you know you might live somewhere i don't know where uh, anywhere around the world where shows just don't go um and th- that's their only way of consuming les mis so that's that, you know it's fair for them to really enjoy that and you know because th- that's just how it is like we won't be able to go and see it live so i think it's a really important uh, I don't ever bash movie musicals just because that's because that of that reason. Um, and it's another thing that I was going to talk about later, but you know, it's quite, it, it, it's not cheap to go and see musicals. Um, it's an expensive hobby to have. <laughs> um, uh, and it, you know, if you want to go and see a show like one time and you've saved up, like that's, that's great. Um, but it's not something you can like do over and over and over again, if you, unless you've got loads of money <laughs> or that's what you spend your money on. Um, so, you know, for a lot of people, it, it is the only way, um, and that's fine. Um, and, you know, especially with, with Hamilton as well, releasing this pro shot, it's just, um, it's really great because that's the only way some people will ever be able to see a live version of Hamilton. So yeah, exactly. As, as you say, with, with the, the Broadway cast as well, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. How often would you be able to say that you've seen that live? Very few people do. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you have to be in the right place at the right time yeah. um, for that to happen. Uh-huh. But I, I guess as well, I mean, in fairness, and I, and I said this, this is a reason why I've started looking a bit more closely at musicals. Because I have found over the years that some that are made for Hollywood, you know, designed from the ground up to be filmed as a musical, when they're done right, they're done really well. Yeah. I mean, one that immediately springs to my mind is La La Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That caught me off guard because i was not expecting to like it i'll be honest i i saw i remember i took my mum to see it because she wanted to go and i kind of thought okay i like the cast and i know damien chazelle um you know i've liked his previous work so i thought yeah i'll give this a try mm-hmm. and within the first 10 minutes i was i was i'm not gonna lie i was captivated i thought wow okay this looks impressive i like what they're doing here and and it is one of those films where it does allow a bit of breathing with and that's because you've got Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah. You, know, I, I you bring those two you. in, you, you want them to do some acting in between songs. Mm-hmm. You know, you want them to kind of help you tell the story. But, I, yeah, I was I was thoroughly impressed. So, as you say, if, you, if you're not someone that can go out to the theatre a lot, there are now options through, through film, which are obviously, you know, £10 or something for a DVD is a lot, or a download is so much easier mm-hmm. than, as you say, like 100 quid for a, theater ticket and you can still get stuff that's built from the ground up to work on that level yeah, yeah. um yeah I, th- I think but having said that 
Sorry, go on. Uh, I was just going to say, I think when you were talking about um, musicals that are made for cinema, um, I think the reason why it works so well is because they're able to structure it how they need to. With um, adapting a stage show to a movie, what a lot of people don't, I mean, people know this, but they might not like put it together. Is music stage musicals are in two parts. You've got basically the beginning and the end. Um, whereas in Hollywood, in you know media, uh, you have beginning, middle, and end. It's three parts. Um, that's just how it, a story is told in Hollywood, um, uh, typically. So it, it's very hard to translate a two-part musical into a three-part musical and not make it seem odd or like it doesn't quite flow very well and i remember when they and it works the other way around as well so for example frozen um they it's now on broadway um and i think it's coming to the west end but they had a lot of trouble yeah they had a lot of trouble in translating a story which is told in three parts beginning middle and end into something that's now going to be two parts because if you think about um the main song in frozen which is uh, let it go it's um it's at the beginning, pretty much at the beginning of the... Well, it's in the middle of Frozen. And um, it, it's too early in... for If you adapt that to stage, that song is too early in the story to be the, the big song at the end of the interval. And obviously you can't put it at the end for the big song. And, you know, when a musical is on stage, you want the big songs <laughs> um, to be either at the interval, before the interval, or at the end. So, I don't, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know how they managed to work around that, but it is a very hard thing to do both ways. So, like you said, I think that's why when musicals are made for screen, it, it works out really well because they're able to fully control the the narrative. Right. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, yeah, I, I don't envy the people that have to uh, have to do that job, really. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, no, La La Land, I, I loved La La Land. I thought it was incredible. And the um, the songwriters, you've got um, uh, Benji Pasek and uh, Justin Poole, uh, they have also, I mean, I don't think, I, I think I remember you saying you didn't like it, but The Greatest Showman, they did that. And they also did uh, a musical called Dear Evan Hansen, um, which is one of my favourite musicals. Um, again, kind of like a mainstreamy one, okay. as far as like the musical world is concerned. But um, it's definitely, if you like La La Land and like this, I wouldn't necessarily say the style. Um, if you appreciate music and know about music and how it's written, yeah. I think you can appreciate um, something like Dear Evan Hansen and you can see their writing style come through in that. Mm. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, they're very talented and yeah, La La Land was great. I really enjoyed that. Awesome. Yeah. Just uh, to kind of go back on what you just said. Yes, I didn't mm-hmm. like Greatest Showman. The reason I didn't like <laughs> it uh, before anyone you know, comes after me on the internet I thought the music was really good and the performances were really good, apart from a little bit of um, auto-tuning on a couple of them I noticed, but for the most part it was you know, it was well put together, but as I said earlier, the, the kind of amateur historian in me um, found it a little bit grating, um, and, and a lot of people, yeah. it, it was very polarising I think for that reason, some people just go, oh it's a musical, it's fine, you know, just whatever, mm-hmm. um, but I think other people like myself were like, yeah, but P.T. Barnum was also the worst. Like, he was the worst yeah. person. And <laughs> and he, he was not a, a Hugh Jackman figure of, of sunshine and, and smiles and charm. Romance. Was, yeah. No, romance. He was just the worst <laughs> person. Um, you know, and he wasn't a, a champion of 
the underdog and the bewildered. He just took advantage of them yeah, because they exploited. had no one else. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, I, I, I think a lot of people will be listening and be going, well, yeah, we know that, but we don't care because it's a musical. Um, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine at the end of the day. As it was, and it did well. Didn't it go on to become a, a Broadway show, I understand, or a West End or something? Because it started life it's as... It's not a, in the West End. Is it not the West End? I don't know if we saw uh, no, that. No, okay, so what you're getting... It, there's a different musical um, called Barnum, which is oh, okay. uh, a Broadway musical, right. and it's very different to The Greatest Showman, different songs, um, you know, basically the same story, but it's a different thing. It, it, the, the, the Greatest Showman is basically a reimagination of the story. It's not really a, oh. an adaptation of the stage show, so it's a very different thing. Um, oh, I had no idea. But I, I don't know much about it. I don't, I've never seen it. I've never listened to the song, so I, I can't comment, comment much on it, but I know it's not in the west end but i'm just yeah. i'm just imagining some of the lyrics may have been very different then i've been you know not not about him being the greatest and everything yeah yeah been... maybe maybe it's a, a, a yeah. darker telling who knows <laughs> yeah. who knows but i i no, i think when you talk about like sort of problematic uh storytelling i do think it's yeah obviously some people are um well no it doesn't matter it's just a story but i think when it comes to true like things that have happened um in history i think it's quite important to like acknowledge it and i I don't think you necessarily are not allowed to enjoy it but just when you're watching it kind of keep in mind that this person isn't like how they're being portrayed to be um yeah and maybe do a bit of research about it or something but um that's fair enough i i I guess the defense that people make is you know it's not all just about him of course it's about the people Mm -hmm. who are in the circus and you know standing out and being different and there's um you know, there's a little subplot about race mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, a, a um, yeah. multiracial uh, couple in, in yeah, that yeah. and and stuff like that, which you're like, okay, that's all positive and great. So, like I said, I didn't, I don't know, for some reason, it's weird, for some reason it just didn't quite click with me when I saw it. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe that's just, that's just me, my sort of cynical view of, of history. <laughs> but it's still, it's still great. It's still great. I, I, I yeah. think there's a reason why it did so well. So if you're someone who's looking to get into musicals, you will probably love uh, the Greatest Showman. Yeah, I mean, I, can... I think for me, I was unbi- yeah. I was a bit biased from the start because, like I said, I really love um, Pasek and Paul, and and it, I, I will probably instantly love anything that they do just because I I love them and how they work. I just think they're amazing. So <laughs> I was a bit biased to begin with, but and I completely see where you're coming from. But yeah, no, it is a very loved musical. It did very well. Yeah, so. and that's something we'll we'll come up on this podcast a few times is. You know, we'll talk about the differences and how sometimes fan bases can be split and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's everyone's individual experience, mm. you know. And, and the, the joy of musicals is there's such a variety nowadays that I'm sure it's pretty much splitting up in its own subgenres. Yeah. Uh, you know. I think um, that's what I, I really like about musicals, really. I mean, it's not like, you know, within the musical fandom uh, as such it's not like everyone just loves all musicals. Like there is a musical for everybody. And I feel like people that aren't into musicals, I don't think it's a true thing that anyone cannot be into musicals because I just think that they haven't found their musical yet. <laughs> um, I think that the, 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 there's so many stories. It's not like, it's very difficult to music in just normal music, you know, listen to a band or, it's there's so many stories there's so many different things that could resonate with you um 
and I think you just need to find the right one and not all you know just because it's mainstream it doesn't mean it's like better than ones that have never made it to Broadway or you know um uh, amateur productions or uh just really old and no one really knows about them anymore so I think that there's so there's so many <laughs> and I, I just think that there is one for everyone the styles of music are very different as well so I just think if you don't like musicals I think just you've got to keep searching for your, for your musical <laughs> yeah and just you got me thinking actually I mean half of if not more than half of Disney films are mm-hmm. musical in some yeah. form or another exactly. even if they're not outright musicals mm-hmm. you think about a lot of the animated films that have come out from Pixar in the last sort of 20 odd years every other one is a musical basically absolutely and, and... you think how beloved they are and mm-hmm. um yeah so you're right you're absolutely right there's there's definitely genres um, that you can go through mm. and uh, and find i definitely think just sort of leading on from that if you are a disney fan and you like disney musicals um and you want to explore the more sort of live theater musical world a bit more um obviously a lot of disney songs are written by alan menken which we mentioned earlier so you've got like aladdin uh, the little mermaid oops, uh, all, all of those sort of uh, shows and um he, like we mentioned, he wrote Little Shop of Horror, so a Disney fan would probably like that. And another show to mention is Newsies. I don't know if you've heard of that one before. So, yeah, Newsies is um, uh, about um, newspaper boys <laughs> um, in old New York selling uh, newspapers on the street. Um, and it's there's actually a live, just like Hamilton is going to be, there's actually a live version, theatre version, of the original Broadway cast on Disney Plus at the moment to watch, um, so they've got the they've got the uh, the original film which um, stars Christian Bale, <laughs> and oh. um, yeah, a young Christian Bale, and uh, as the main character Jack Kelly, um, who is sort of the main the alpha paper boy if you like, and he kind of like what the story is about is the um, a lot of children were exploited, kids were exploited back then, they were orphans. Um, and the paper, the newspapers, the big newspapers would sell the papers to the boys and then they would sell them on for a profit. And the story is essentially the newspaper, the world it's called, puts their price up um, to the newsies so they couldn't, um, so they would make less money. So they were forced to sell more papers. But instead of just doing it, they decide to go on strike. Um, so they they get all the news newsies in New York to join together to form a union to... Um, go on strike and it's about how they do this and how they pull it off and how it it because it's a true story again based on true uh, what happened and how it ended up liberating a lot of children from basically being slaves in those days um so uh again if you like disney and you like alan menken go and listen to new, uh, listen to the soundtrack by all means but the, the live production is available to watch on disney plus with uh, jeremy jordan as the main character who's an an insane vocalist um awesome also, yeah so that's another thing that you can go check out fantastic yeah and as you said there's so many even classics i'm thinking um you mentioned earlier sound of music you know mm-hmm. that's one that's kind of beloved um eric poppins Mary Poppins, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Both of those, actually, I saw Mary Poppins Returns, and mm-hmm. I was delighted. Yeah, it's good, I was it? really delighted by it. I, I, again, I kind of went in a little bit cynical, a little bit like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I like <laughs> musicals, but I, it's funny, because obviously talking now, it's quite clear that I'm not opposed to them in any way, and I've, yeah, some of my yeah. favourite performances are there, but there was just some part of me that was like, mm, I don't know about this. 
Yeah. And as soon as I went in, I just thought, no, this is lovely. It's yeah, delightful. Exactly. And it's I think, just fun. I think some of the, 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 like you were saying with the reservations, I think musicals have this image of being sort of happy singing and dancing on a stage and like everything being like butterflies and rainbows and it's like this big cheerful thing. When in reality, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of musicals that are like that. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's there's a lot of dark musicals out there. There's a lot of... um you know comedic ones that aren't you know all I, I say all singing and dancing like the expression not because they literally are singing and dancing but um you know like i said there's such a range and i think the reservation is that oh it's a musical it's going to be like you know all singing and i can't be bothered with that sort of thing but if you open your mind to it and just be like i'm gonna go in there and not let any of my prejudgments ruin this experience you can just think yeah this is great this is fun and like you said it's just lovely <laughs> couldn't no i couldn't agree more and after all music is you know, one of the best ways of expressing ourselves mm-hmm. is the reason why it's such a popular art form. So, yeah, to utilize it in storytelling and acting. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and I think you're right. It's, it's That's something that I've noticed in the last few years. I've checked out more and more musicals. It's like, oh, actually, there's quite a good range and you can enjoy it. I think the, the thing um, someone mentioned on a, on a different podcast I listened to a while back, and I thought it was quite a humorous point they made, that with musicals it is a fine line to get it right you know if you get it right it's a musical and it's amazing mm-hmm. and if you get it wrong and it's you know maybe it's a bad story or something or it's not great performances it's like oh yeah it was really rubbish and it was a musical you know it's, it becomes yeah. a footnote <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which is a real shame but um it does happen yeah yeah i i think i'm trying to whenever i talk to people about musicals i try and i think for a while i um i used to feel like it was a bit uncool to talk about and i was a bit like am i a bit of a loser for talking about musicals um and i i just it was like a guilty pleasure and i I don't think it should be it's there's nothing guilty about it and i think um like you're talking about mary poppins returns um i i I really did love that i mean i think because uh lin-manuel miranda was behind the music he also starred in it and yes he is he he is an absolute like gem in the music world he is like <laughs> the king um in the musical world um and uh, and actually a friend of mine mike Kayam, also was behind the music on that film as well so um again i i yeah i enjoyed that for a whole other reason but i think it people have their reservations especially when uh things are being remade like mary poppins i think anyone can really appreciate that as a piece of art like it's mary poppins it's classic it's everyone knows the songs even if you're not into musicals so for it to be remade i think was it was risky i think but they definitely did pull it off yeah it's just a fun little sequel and it adds on quite nicely mm. um to the story so yeah it can it can be done right and no i i i what you said there guilty pledges i'm kind of hoping to dispel yes that term as i go and I, and that's kind of a, a little mission of mine during this podcast is mm. we don't have to kind of believe in guilty pledges anymore it is yeah you know, just like what you like, exactly. and it's yeah. it's fine. And even if you come away from, like, if you come away from this episode and you think, okay, that's all well and good, but for whatever reason, musicals aren't for you. That's fine. Don't mm. worry about it. But hopefully, you've just had a bit of an insight and realised that, yeah, absolutely. With, with with all of the things that I'll be talking about, there's a reason why that they become so popular, and, it, and it's all just a, I guess, there's different things that kind of build up pop culture mm. and. Our existence as humans not to get too existential but you know it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's just getting very deep and, uh, no I, yeah i, 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 I agree. go off a tangent now but um no it's cool i was just thinking as well 
one of my favourite films is School of Rock. I mean, technically that's a musical. Yep. So you yeah, get films it like is that. a musical. It's a live, the, you know? it's a West End production as well and Broadway. So it is now, yeah. Yeah, so it's um, very much a musical, yeah. Um, or um, I just thought, you know, Blues Brothers, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Um, stuff yeah. like that, you know, like people, films that people say are classics and, yeah. okay, they're not direct musicals, but they technically are because they're yeah. centred around bands and performances. So mm-hmm. it's just, they'll, you know, they'll throw in different elements of comedy and storytelling as they go. So yeah. there's, there's more than one way to tell a story with musicals, I guess, is what we're getting at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I think a classic example is my brother. <laughs> he is very much not into musicals. Um, he... I think because I go on about it so much and I blast um, <laughs> cast recordings through the house, I think he just is like, ugh, not another musical. But when I put... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But... Um, right. And I just thought, there's got to be a musical out there for him. And um, we went to see Les Mis and he was blown away. He loved it. And he wouldn't even, like, he wouldn't touch the movie. He wouldn't, like sit down and think that was any good it just shows how powerful a live performance can be as well i think um and he, he came away from that as well and also he really enjoyed newsies as well he sat and watched the entire thing like didn't go on his phone he was like glued to the screen <laughs> so it's i think uh, there is a musical for everyone if there's a musical for my brother there is a musical for everyone so keep looking keep searching you'll find it <laughs> absolutely yeah and if you have a bad one or one you don't like that's fine don't worry mm-hmm. about it there's plenty more just keep looking yeah, um, so so you mentioned people... quite. A f- Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, quick, just to add on to that, people that are into movies don't just like every movie. Um, you know, yeah. it's not you're not going to love every musical. So yeah, like you said, just keep going. Don't be discouraged. Brilliant. I was just going to say you, you've thrown out quite a few recommendations for us uh, to begin yes. with. So just to kind of, well, I wanted to plug something of yours actually, because um, if people are thinking okay, this is great, and I've got a few titles now to go away from, but if you want to get a good mix, you've actually got quite a good uh, Spotify playlist. <laughs> you've got you've got a couple, I think, because you tagged me in them, and you've yeah. got, and I, and I must admit, I've shuffled through a few and been like, okay, I see where she's going. So I definitely need to update those. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, when I created them, I didn't realise, I didn't know how to use Spotify, and I had no idea that they were public. I just thought, this is my like, little playlist. I listen to like, songs from musicals. But I, I do plan on doing like a... Because I've started one on Apple Music now as well. I do plan on doing like a full like musical... Kind of like a bit of a, a taster of like everything. Um, yeah. And putting it into one thing. So if what I'll do is I'll do that and I can send it over to you and you can like, link it in this or something. Um, I will. But I, I, I did. I sent it to um, a friend of mine. Because um, she wasn't like... Uh, big into musicals she liked like a couple of things but i sent her this playlist and she loves it like she listens to it all the time and we've even gone to see musicals together since so it's you you know, it works <laughs> it works it does so yeah well, okay i'll uh, i'll keep an eye out for that and hopefully have it in the show notes and um mm. my plan is as well with uh, with this when i release it i'm gonna just i think i'm gonna stick with twitter and instagram for now and when i put a post up i'll just leave a question you know would you like to recommend any? And if, if people want to get in touch and recommend their favorite musicals or songs, mm. and by all means do so, you know, we can all share and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. There's also spread, lots of like the joy. <laughs> I mean, if you are serious about like really getting into them, if you have found that you really love a couple and that like, you don't know where else, you know, there's loads of musicals. There's like so many like forums and stuff on Facebook and things like that that you can join, and people mm. are like so friendly and well. You, uh, uh, there's, uh, I mean, I'm part of one on Facebook. I can't remember what it's called, but like people will be like, I've listened to this musical. What else would you recommend? And there'll be like a hundred comments on what else like you can listen to. So it's mm. you know, there, there's there's so many. There's so many. <laughs> It sounds like Disney's uh, Plus is a good one to start with mm, then. Definitely. If, if you want to go there. And like you say, they've got a lot of the classics. So if you start there and you, and you find you develop a taste for it, there's plenty more to go to go on. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. Is there anything else you wanted to shout out or, or add? Um, I think there's a couple of bits, because I think you mentioned before we started about like things aren't mm-hmm. so great about the musical world. Yes. Sorry. I've... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I obviously didn't copy that in my notes, but yeah, that's fine. If that's why I just wanted to. Of... Yeah, there's a couple of things. I mean, like anything, like any creative industry, there is problems and issues. Um, and I think I don't know if it's a problem as such or or how it can be resolved. Again, I don't know, but I remember. Um, I think it's important for people to be have access to music and things like musicals, and it, there seems to be an exclusivity or eliteness. <laughs> about musicals and there are a lot of people as well in the fandom that are very kind of gatekeeperish and you know if you don't know um how musicals originated like from music hall or like who was in what uh, in like 1996 then you can't be a true musical fan and it's just you know or if you haven't been to like drama school or something you can't really be a theater kid and i just think um especially with things like tiktok as well at the moment um there's lots of i mean i don't have it myself i keep being told to like get it but (laughs) i i know that (laughs) that i think it's a a bit the generation below us i think but uh, there's a i know there's a few songs from musicals like heathers and um uh, six as well which is a new musical there's clips of like not clips like audio clips of those songs on tiktok and just normal people use those clips to like back up their funny dancing or whatever they do on tiktok but um a lot of people complain about that like oh they're using like our songs and like they don't know where it's from and i'm like hang on a minute like surely if someone likes that they're gonna be like where's that from and they'll want to find out more like that's a good thing not like you don't have to be funny about that and just it's just pettiness and like there shouldn't be this eliteness but i think it stems from you know if you work in theatre I mean I've never worked in theatre myself but if you work in theatre I mean I've talked to a lot of theatre people um there is kind of like a it is a struggle for a lot of people um actors to get where they are um and then once you are there it seems to be like no one else can touch this sort of thing um and it you know if you want to go see a musical on Broadway you have to budget it fully budget it into a trip like it's so expensive it's like i don't know exactly how much more it is to go to the west end but i mean the west end is expensive but it's not like ridiculous you can go and i I remember we spoke to (laughs) there was a couple from new york when i went to see hamilton in london there was a couple from new york and we actually um because i've seen hamilton twice now on the west end i bought tickets to sit down and then i also bought stand-in tickets one time and you could basically stand at the very back and it's like 12 pounds it's very cheap and you can just like lean on the the banister at the back um and there was a couple from new york that were sat in front of us like on the seats and i was talking to them in the interval and they were saying that it was cheaper for them to fly to london and see hamilton in london than to go and see it on broadway where they live (laughs) um (laughs) and i just think like 
it's so expensive I, that's crazy I, and i don't know i don't know that the economics of it i don't know about like how much theaters pay for rent or like how much you know i know i don't know what the expenses but i know it's very very overpriced and i think that contributes to the kind of elitist attitude that a lot of people have with it but um it, it, it is a bit but that's why i'm so like grateful that things like hamilton are now going to be available to stream on disney plus or whenever a show does a pro shot and is makes it available for a wider audience um i think it's such a great thing because otherwise how was anyone ever going to see this stuff how they just won't <laughs> so it's it, it's it, it can be quite i know there's a lot of kids um you know part of these forums i go on there's loads of kids that are like i really want to see this but i live in the philippines or like i live i don't know wherever and they'll never go and see a show unless they go to new york and it will be so expensive um and i yeah, that's why I'm so grateful for things like, you know, Disney Plus and whenever a show does release a pro shot on YouTube. I know over lockdown, a lot of shows, I know a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber shows were made available to watch pro shots on YouTube. So there is ways of doing it, but um, there is a bit of a a, a wall, if you like, um, yeah. all the time. Uh, it's funny that because uh, this will be the third one I've recorded. Um, so a little behind the scenes for people mm -hmm. listening. Um, <laughs> and we, we this is something that's already come up in the previous two and i think is going to be a recurring theme throughout this podcast is elitism mm -hmm. in a fan culture uh fan base culture i should say and i agree with you i don't think it really has a place um whatever your subject whatever your thing is every sort of hobby and interest you can think of will it, it grows inevitably yeah you know if there's if there's a, a community for it like musicals you know we're talking about that and I agree with you. The fact that there's variety is good. It doesn't mean that you Absolutely. then have to go and divide yourself into sub camps and go, well, I live in this camp and yeah. this is it. And I'm putting up my walls and anything outside of this camp is terrible and I hate it. And it's like, well, no, 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 no. The, the whole point, especially for something like musicals, it was created to be consumed. Absolutely. Yeah. It is media. It is art. It has been created so people can enjoy it. Why mm. would you then go and divide yourselves up and minimalize someone else's enjoyment or tell them that they're enjoying it wrong yeah absolutely it doesn't make any sense yeah, it, it <laughs> so i hope we can explore that as we go um you know and like i say if you like if you only like disney musicals for example that's fine yeah you're still a fan exactly of musicals. exactly if you like nothing but broadway musicals that's fine you're still a fan of musicals yeah, yeah. not one is better than the other yeah. um i do agree that yes you should acknowledge and appreciate where it comes from and to go back to your point earlier with the sort of tiktok videos i i do feel that a little bit you know i when um kids are like say taking bits from songs and and you can maybe say oh they don't know where it comes from but i do agree with your point it's a positive way of looking at it that yes maybe that will spark someone's curiosity but if it doesn't it's not the end of the world um I can so kind of what? understand yeah, it. So what? It's yeah. Not yours. <laughs> I mean, I, I can kind of understand in the way that, as you know, I'm a huge fan of, sort of rock and metal. And whenever I see kids buying mm -hmm. like Guns N' Roses t-shirts from Primark, I do die a little bit inside. I'm not going to lie. There's a small part of me that's like, that kid will never I don't understand think... what he... I... <laughs> Yeah. I see but, where you're coming but... from, but I don't think it's comparable yeah. because I, I think yes, no, with I that, what you're talking about, it's um, it's yeah. a t-shirt. They're not... It, it would be kind of like um, how someone yeah. might know the chorus to Sweet Child of Mine but not know any other Guns N' Roses songs. I think it's more like that. Yeah. But 
if they like that chorus of that song, then That's technically fine. they like yeah. Guns N' Roses. Uh, you know, yeah, so I think, I, exactly. Yeah. I think it, it's sort of like that. I mean, and I, and like you said, even if you know, at the end of the world, at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. So I think it's there's bigger <laughs> problems to worry about, and I, no, I definitely exactly. don't think there's any place for that in, especially in the musical world. I think you know, and, and with again, if you've not if you're not big into musicals you might not know a lot of these names i'm about to reel off but shows like dear evan hansen heathers hamilton they're kind of viewed as like starter musicals they're like oh yeah you're not like a real musical fan if that's all you listen to oh, yeah. like you don't know cabaret you don't know like i was, I was just about to say yeah it's you that, know, um it's the that older meme, musicals it? it's, it's that meme of um oh what's his name playing willy wonka and so gene wilder yeah yeah gene wilder so you're a fan of musicals yeah 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 exactly and <laughs> i just i and it it doesn't make sense because obviously hamilton they're contemporary musicals um not everyone likes old stuff not everyone can relate to it um <clears throat> and i think it's because a lot of kids that study uh uh performing arts or drama or musical theater at, at college or university or school or whatever they, they they have to learn about these things they have to learn about history and um, the older musicals and um, influence so they feel like they've learned this stuff they have inside knowledge they and i think that's where it sort of comes from like i've put all these hours and time and money into like you know knowing about this stuff you can't just come along and say you like musicals <laughs> um mm. but it's guess, just guess what you can yeah you can. <laughs> <laughs> deal with it <laughs> yeah so I, I, that's one thing i don't like and i don't like seeing it i remember having a conversation yeah. once with a couple of people at uni and someone said to the other person oh do you like musicals i was like yeah i love musicals i like this one and this other person goes yeah i, I love disney and the person that asked the question was like no i meant like real musicals i'm like what are you talking about real musicals yeah. <laughs> what's that <laughs> is, is it so is it music and does it tell a story yes yeah, so then it's a musical yeah exactly get so off it, your high horse no yeah, I agree. So it's still very much a thing and it, it can discourage people you know it can make people think well oh, i don't really want to be a part of that or i don't and it shouldn't because yeah no one should be deprived yeah. of musicals <laughs> no i agree and that, that, again that's something that's definitely going to come up as as we go along is mm. elitism it's unnecessary guys it's ugly and it and as you say if you love something and you're passionate about it just think carefully about how you approach the subject with someone else. If mm -hmm. you come across like that, like quite defensive and elitist, that could put someone off getting the same joy that you get. And even if mm -hmm. it's not from the exact same source, the exact same way, it's fine. Mm -hmm. And not everyone yeah. enjoys things the same way. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I think that's, that is definitely a, a theme that's going to recur. I can see it coming already. <laughs> but um, but no, thank you. Thank you for, for talking us through that. Um, that's all right. Is, is there anything else you want to bring up or... Plug, you, now's your chance. I don't know, Joel. I could talk about this <laughs> literally for so many hours. I'm sure you're going to get this every time you speak to someone. I, it's fine. It's I fine. Have, More than I have so much like <laughs> to say about musicals, and you know, there's so many as 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 much. <coughs> sorry, tickly throat. Um, there are so many um things that are wrong with the musical world, and there's so many things that are amazing. And I think that there is uh, one more thing I did want to like uh, talk about. Um. Mm -hmm. And obviously with the Black Lives Matter movement at the moment, um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people uh, sort of saying like, oh no, like racism doesn't exist in musicals. Like there's musicals for everyone. And um, I was listening to, um, uh, it was on Instagram. There's um, a, he's a writer, he's an actor, Griffin Matthews. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's, he's in, um, there's a Netflix show, Dear White People, and he's in that um but he his name rings a bell but yeah go on. yeah he um talked about how 
racism very much exists and it, it's in the sort of the working theatre world so like if you work in theatres like managers agents production companies casting directors you know actors as well like there's uh, you know as i'm not really part of that side of things that does exist mm. and when you are like into musicals like i am you're very much exposed to like everything you want to know about how auditions work and how like casting works and you want to know everything um and it was only until I watched this that I realised there's not a lot of mainstream musicals that are like written by black people or um, star black people or people of colour. And the thing with musicals is when they're written, um, you'll be off Broadway or like off West End when you start. You're not automatically on Broadway. And depending on what funding you get and who wants to back your production, um, that's when you get to Broadway or the West End or somewhere big where a lot of people can see your work. And what Griffin Matthews was talking about was how a lot of the time, um, you know, black creators will will write and they will um, um, create musicals and quite often they'll be brought out by white people, changed, the narrative changed and they will never be used again. And I, I, I didn't, obviously I didn't know about this because I, I'm not part of the work in theatre world, but I think it is something that needs to be remembered and you know, there are so many great musicals and he um again this is a very small musical it's not made it to broadway and it's, it's about it's a few years old um but he co-created this musical um called invisible thread um its name was changed later when it was um taken um when it was uh recreated by the the white creators but um there's a it's basically about his own humanitarian work in uganda um and it's the stories um that he, of the people that he meets and it's just a really like there's not a lot of content of it on youtube but what you can see is really great um and i just think um you know i don't know what the answer is or the solution um but i think there's if you do want to listen to musicals like again make sure you listen to like a huge like range of musicals like diversify yourself yeah. i mean yeah you know shows like hamilton uh were created to include um you know black uh and pe- uh, you know minor ethnic ethnicity people you know a place for them to perform um where it wouldn't it would classically be played by white people i mean all the people in hamilton historically are white <laughs> um but um you know, a story being told by these people, it, it just, it gives a whole other meaning and it's, um, you know, it's incredible. It's really great. Um, but I think it's just one of the things that needs to be addressed really. But, um, but yeah, but I've, I always love to, what I, the thing I love most about musicals is musicals that like a, a celebration of humanity, if you like, that are like, uh, they're completely diverse, include people from all walks of life. There's a, there's a musical, which is again, in my top five and this is what i'll finish on <laughs> it's um it's a musical called come from away and i don't know have you heard of that one no no, no so um come from away um is now it's gonna sound like a bit strange when i say what it's about but it's about the events of 9 11 and um mm-hmm. what it <laughs> the reaction that most <laughs> people have um now it's not about um the actual uh uh you know world trade centers falling um or burning it's about um when the u.s airspace shut for three days or how i think it was three days um it's about the um you know planes had to be diverted to the nearest um airports and um this is about um a small town in uh newfoundland um called Ganda, which is in the top of canada and this i don't know if you know anything about like um this kind of history but the the 
the Gander used to be um, the biggest airport in the world because before when commercial flights were first a thing, they didn't carry enough fuel to take you know people right across the Atlantic. So they had to um, uh, stop in Gander to refuel to then go down to you know North America, and um, that th- once this you know fuel airplanes could carry the fuel. Um, they didn't have to stop there anymore and this massive airport remained in this tiny place um you know kind of a bit derelict and the the musical is about how 38 planes are diverted to this small town and overnight the town doubles in the population because all of these people now have to be cared for and it's about how the town sort of pulls together and like takes care of everyone and there's people from everywhere in the the world on these flights there's people that don't speak english there's you know people from every walk of life and the the cast is so diverse it's amazing and um the the story is basically how gander comes together and supports these people and cares for them and it tells like a few different stories and it's just honestly it's so inspiring it's so incredible and um the soundtrack is very much sort of uh sort of irish folk inspired so it's it's very different styles again and it's it's just amazing i definitely recommend it um but i think that's what i love most about musicals is taking a story and you know music we know how much power music holds anyway put that with an incredible story incredible talent acting um choreography when you put that all together it's just like magic (laughs) and i think i've never seen anything so um i've never walked out so inspired to like just i don't know be a better person i guess than when i walked out of come from away because it was just an absolute celebration of kindness and caring and it, it was just beautiful amazing musical i 100 percent recommend that one um yeah i've and literally I'll... just saved it um <laughs> as you were saying that oh okay. that that's inspired me to go and save the album so oh, okay. i'm gonna gonna go and check that out later but yeah as you said that actually that story rings a bell Mm -hmm. i don't know if i knew about the musical so it was a book um uh, i don't know who it was that wrote it it's really awful but someone wrote a book about this story and um they missed out one thing the musical did that the book didn't do is they told the story Mm. of beverly knight and she was a pilot on one of the planes and she was the first uh female american captain um in in history and the book didn't talk about her and she was oh. one of the captains on the planes and she um is a, a main character in the story and it's it, it it's just an incredible there's a song in um in come from away called me in the sky and it, again it's in my right. top 10 favorite like songs from musicals of all time and it's about her like her how she grew up loving planes and how her fight to like as a female um you know captain how what, how she made it to captain how she was disrespected by um you know a male run kind of industry at the time and um it's about how she like got her you know crew her first female crew and how she became and, and how she eventually started teaching men to fly um and then she goes on to talk about how now this thing that she loves so much has been um used as a bomb and it and it's um it's just an incredible story and there's so many like i said so many different stories told within the musical um and i yeah i, I think if there's anything that i could recommend it'd be come from where it's just a magical musical it's so good so good wow there you go folks mm. that's quite a recommendation and uh that track is track 16 on the album i've got here oh is it yeah, i don't um, know <laughs> def- oh no i just i just got it in front of me so yeah i'm definitely going to check that out after we finish recording um 
Brilliant. Thank you, Ellie, so much uh, for your time on that one. So is there any um, thing you want to plug or anywhere that people can go and find you? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I've i been making YouTube videos for like 10 years, but I mean, I've never put like loads of like love into it, but I, I've done my, I do my music, I write my music and um, original content is on there. I also post on my Instagram as well, Ellie Rialis Music, which I'm sure you can put in the description or something because you know I my will. name's kind of hard to remember <laughs> um <laughs> so uh yeah no please go yeah. and like you know check out my stuff and my page and yeah i'm happy to talk about musicals with you as well if you want any recommendations so yeah no but it's Absolutely. been fun i love talking about the stuff it's my favorite <laughs> thank you ellie thank you and there we have it thank you so much to ellie for coming on to the show it honestly meant the world to me and i hope you guys really enjoyed the conversation you can go and find some of ellie's original work on youtube please make sure you do. I would have linked it in the show notes below. And that's all there really is to say from me. I just, other than thank you again for checking this out. I'll be back soon with a completely different topic and a completely different guest. Until then, be sure to go and check us out on Twitter and Instagram, both at FundamentalsPod. And make sure you like, subscribe and tell a friend. Until next time, stay tuned and stay safe.